Welcome to episode 102 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I'm joined by an incredible woman. She is an engineer. She is a podcaster. She is a former client of mine. Her name is Vima. Now, Vima made a really dramatic transformation over the past 15 months as we worked together, lost a lot of weight, gained a lot of strength, built a lot of muscle, built a lot of confidence in the gym. She messaged me recently and said, you know, I know objectively that I've made this great progress, but sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm just like, hello, me from 15 months ago. Does this happen to you? If so, and it bothers you, what can you do about it? And what's that all about? Let's talk about it. Let's go. Vima, hello. Hello. How are you? I am well, and I am really just tickled pink about your kitty cat headphones. <laughs> yeah, these are, so I do podcasting too every once in a while. And these are the best. I try to use my fancy, super dancy Bluetooth speakers. It did not work. It didn't like, work. Low tech is the best tech. <laughs> I, I, I could not agree more. But my main question is this, are you wearing pants? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not hard pants. Okay, good. No hard I, pants. I, I, I totally have like workout pants on. <laughs> Me too. Me too. 100%. So look, so here's how I'd like to start Vima. I would love you for you to introduce us to you, who you are as a person, like outside of fitness can tell us who you are, what you do, what you like, all that kind of stuff, what you do for fun. And then we'll talk about your fitness journey and then we'll hit, hit the questions you have for me. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go. Tell us about you. All right. So um, my name is Vima. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I am a computer and systems engineer by day. And by night, I sit on the, on the board of directors of a local nonprofit called the CSPH. Other than that, I love going camping. I just got a dog. Um, I do a lot of like outdoor summer activities. And in the winter, I become a little bear and don't leave the house because I don't like to be cold. <laughs> So you're coming out of hibernation now. Yes. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Now tell everyone about your fitness journey. Where did you start? Where are you at now? And tell us some of what has happened in between. I know because I've been there for it, but no one right. else. <laughs> so uh, let's see how, how far, like, do you want me to start when we started working together? Or, before or how that? you were, maybe how you were feeling before then, or just kind of where you were, like, were you a lifelong athlete? Like, how'd you feel about your body? All that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So um, I should have mentioned I'm 36 years old for people that care. Um, <laughs> so I've always been a yo-yo dieter um, and my weight always fluctuated up and down a lot. Um, I was a very sedentary person all the way to about eight years ago when I started doing like outdoor activities. But before that, all my interests were like computer related. So it was always sitting down. And I didn't know what to do about exercise. I tried running. Turns out I hate it. Um, I tried going to the gym, but other people in the gym intim intimidated me. So I didn't, I stopped that. I tried doing yoga. I still like it in terms of the, the movement and the um, stretching and all that. Um, but that got expensive real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. And then at some point during 2019, I had a talk with my doctor. I was at the highest weight I've ever been, which was around 210 or so. 
um, and I'm 5'2 on a good day. So that <laughs> is a significant weight. Yeah. Um, and I was having a lot of trouble with my back, with my knees. So my doctor said, you need to get on it or it'll get on you. So that's when I, I had been following you on Instagram for a while. Um, you and the, the whole crew, like Jordan Syed and, and Susan. Uh, so after having that talk with my doctor, I decided, okay, it's time to take the plunge. And uh, we started working together at the end of 2019. I think it was October, maybe November mm -hmm, mm -hmm. around that time. I didn't want to wait until like make it a new year's resolution because those never, in my opinion, and in my case, they never work. Mm. Um, so I wanted to start in like before the holidays so, so I could manage the holidays and if I could get through the holidays, I can do it. And that was my, my thought process. And we worked together since November, 2019 to last month was yeah. my last month with you. Yeah. It's really only been like since last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and tell everybody. Okay. So I do remember when you first started with me, you were very intimidated by the idea of exercise. You felt very uncomfortable with the exercise. You were very game to try whatever I gave you. Um, but it did not come naturally to you, you know, each exercise, you had to really work to master every single movement pattern um, that we worked through. How did that go in your mind? Tell me about like, how did you feel about that? And how did, and, and tell people where you are with lifting now? Yeah. Um, before my injury, and we'll get to that at some point, um, yeah. I was, my PR on deadlifts was a hundred pounds, which was amazing. Um, we started, we did about three or four months. I went back on, on our documents. We spent about three or four months where it was only body weight and it was doing hip hinges and mimicking the movement, but standing up or doing wall push-ups. Um, oh, and I can do five push-ups from the floor too. That's exactly that's big one. <laughs> she couldn't do any push-ups. We were working on wall push-ups. She really struggled both with her strength and just with like where her body was in space. And now- she busts out push-ups. She's working on pull-ups. She does. She has incredible form with her deadlifts and squats and all the things. Like you've just come amazingly far. What was it that helped you to push through this initial period of like this is really hard for me? Um, I think when we started working together, you met me where I was without judging, and that was very important. When when I told you. I can't touch my toes. So I can't do whatever movement it was. And you're like, okay, well do it until whatever is accessible for you and work. We will work from there. You can't do pushups from the floor or from the table, do them on the wall and giving me those step-by-step -step, ba baby steps by steps helped me realize I can get better because I could see progress month by month because I wasn't trying to do too much at once. I wasn't trying to go from not working out to trying to lift 40, 50 pounds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember the first time I touched the barbell was almost six months into our adventure together. Before that, I couldn't lift 45 pounds. So I couldn't yeah. touch the barbell. And yeah. That took a long time. Yeah, it did. And you were super patient with yourself. And I was really impressed by that. So you're really strong now, amazing form. Um, tell everybody about the physical progress you've made as far as like your weight and clothes and all of that. 
So I, in terms of weight, I lost about 37 to 35 pounds, depending on what day you're counting. Like mm -hmm. you've always said, your weight will fluctuate. You don't have a magical number. Um, I'm ranging between 160 and 157 um, on a very hungry day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's about 37 inches pounds. Uh, in terms of inches, we did the math. It was like 12 inches overall, or maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was more. It was more. Yeah. yeah. I went from being a size one X, pushing it to two X. Like all my clothes were one X or uh, 14, 16, but they were tight. Mm -hmm. And we went from that to now I wear size 10 on pants. I can fit on an eight, but they're uncomfortable. <laughs> And nobody so, needs that. <laughs> exactly. Um, on anything that is stretchy, I can wear a medium. Um, and all my all my clothes are stretchy, so everything is medium now. Um, That's a huge but in, from one X from two X to a medium. Oh yeah, it is, and it's unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. Like I look at myself, um, hair notwithstanding, because I did have a big hair change too. <laughs> yes. Um, I used to have for anyone that's looking, I used to have hair to my shoulders and now I have like nothing Yeah, <laughs> on, yeah. on purpose. Um, but I look at myself in the mirror and I can't recognize who I'm looking at. And I still don't know my own size now. And I, I feel great. So it's not that it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's just when I look at the mirror, I'm sorry for that. Um, when I look at the mirror, oh, it was Jordan's highest. <laughs> uh, the the week the month the daily oh, exercise right. one <laughs> I I get those now I haven't done a single one but I get oh. them <laughs> um anyway when I look at myself in the mirror and when I look at myself in clothes and whatnot I can't recognize myself I I look at myself and I'm like I one I don't see the change when I look down which is mm. the only way I can look at myself yeah. But when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't recognize the person that is looking back at me. Because and, what, and that was one of your questions for me today, because what you said is sometimes you, you still feel like the same person yeah, 37 and pounds ago. And how do yeah. you get past that? How do you get past that body dysmorphia where you can, what you see in the mirror is not what you see in your head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, because you were that person a long, for a long time. Right. Yeah. It's a really, really good question. Let me ask you this. What evidence do you have that you have changed? Like, what's the evidence? What does the evidence say? Uh, physical? Any kind of numbers? evidence that you're still not that same person? Um, between the stamina and the endurance that I have now, where I can, I can keep up with folks and my dog. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I used to get winded just going up a flight of stairs. Um, my knees are not bothering me anymore. When I go shopping, everything I buy clothes related, I usually have to go back for a smaller size because I keep grabbing the bigger sizes. Mm -hmm. um, and one big one is that I can see my clavicle. <laughs> that is different, right? That is different. Yeah. So I'm glad you recognize that. That's fantastic. Big motorcycle going by my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normal. Um, you'll hear the airplanes. I live near, next to the airport, so you'll hear the airplanes at some point. Uh, but that's one of them. I remember the first time I saw my clavicle, I ran to my partner and went like, oh, 
look at this. And then it's <laughs> like, touch that? it, touch it, touch it. You can feel it. <laughs> and it's such a, it's a weird feeling. It's a good, weird feeling because I don't want to, I've always described to body neutrality as opposed to body positivity, mm. where my body is my tool for me to navigate the world. So I try not to attach a lot of sentiment to my own looks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that I do all the time. Obviously, I like to get all pretty up and everything. So obviously, I have some sort of positive feeling towards my body but I try to see my body in a more neutral sense mm-hmm. so seeing all these changes and going like I'm so happy feels weird because yeah. I spent so much time trying not to hate my body and now it's like but I love it and it's a weird feeling of going like oh my effort was going towards not hating it and now it's like I love it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, I'm a huge fan of the idea of body neutrality. I think it's a wonderful place for people to strive for when they are at that point where they just don't like what they see in the mirror. They don't like what they look when they look, when they see, when they look down, getting to a place where you can just accept, this is what my body looks like today. This is what my body looks like in workout clothes. This is what my body looks like in the morning. This is what my body looks like naked. This is what my body looks like in a bathing suit. Like just getting to that place of this is what I look like. These are my legs today. It's a really, and that's a big leap for a lot of people because their go-to is I hate my legs. Like before they can even think of something neutral. And so just walking to that place of neutrality, that takes a lot of effort. And it sounds like you had really gotten to a good spot like that, that you were not actively hating your body. And I'm, I'm wondering if some part of that is like still this like protective mechanism that it's making it hard for you to now celebrate what you really do like about your body. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I think you hit it in the head. Um, it's so much time I spent 30 something years of just trying to be gentle with myself in terms of like, yes, I'm overweight or I'm obese, but I this is the body that got me where I am. This is the body that got me to meet my partner and have so many adventures with him. Um, I have to be grateful for the body that I have and the body that I had. And it now I try to see it the same way, but I, I guess the change that needs to happen is that I can celebrate the achievements that I did over a year and a half of intense training and counting calories and trying different proteins until I found one that didn't taste like shock. Yeah. 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 You had a lot of work there. Um, what will it take for you to give yourself permission to celebrate all of that? I think time. Yeah. Uh, I think I've been where I am right now for a short period of time. Um, in terms of like the weight that I am right now and the size that I am right now is so shorter than the whole, I, I have to go through the whole 35 pounds, losing them one by one. Yeah. Um, so where I am right now, it's not that long time that's passed. So mm-hmm. that time of like seeing what my body can do now, especially now that we're in the summer and I can like take myself kayaking or jump on the on the bikes and not have my knees bother me so much and kind of testing all those things and knowing where I am that's going to help a lot and that's going to help 
my self-esteem in terms of like my physical ability more than like my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think with all of that, both with your ability piece and with the appearance piece, you know, continuing practicing talking to yourself in this kind of positive way. And eventually you'll be able to hear your own voice. So, you know, noting things like, Hey, I really like the way my clavicle looks in this like V-neck shirt. Like, I like the way that looks like, yay me. I like that. Or like, wow, like I like that I can get in and out of this kayak with ease. And I remember a time when I couldn't do that. And out loud saying these things and they'll build and they'll build. I like the way my body looks in shorts right now. Like go me. Like I look friggin' fantastic. Um, think about it the way you would talk to a friend about these things. Like if your friend, if your friend comes in and she's just glowing and looking amazing, like you would say like, you're glowing and looking amazing. Like talk that way to yourself about, about the changes you see and about the evidence you see that physically you're a different person. Mentally, you're a different person. You've become so much stronger as a result of physically getting stronger, you know, really talk those things through with yourself out loud and allow yourself, give yourself permission to celebrate that you've worked really hard for that. And it doesn't take away from the fact it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you hated yourself before to be super excited about yourself now. Right. And we might, might, there might be some bit of that. Like if I'm too excited about how awesome I look now, maybe it's saying like me before wasn't good enough and that's not the case, but you've worked really hard to get here. And I hope you're proud of yourself. I, I am. I am definitely proud of myself. And it's a it's a weird feeling to be proud of myself that way <laughs> to be honest yeah. so it's a I can do things that I couldn't do before I can lift a hundred pounds off the ground I know. I'm not hurting <laughs> yeah and she does it more than once <laughs> she's yeah. doing it for reps and you're gonna go so much farther with that with your lifting as soon as and we'll talk in a minute about about this injury you sustained and we can kind of chat up that part of this discussion as well but you've just done an incredible incredible job and um you deserve every bit of the success you have so tell us about this experience you're having with injury and let's kind of talk talk about that I think a lot of people get stuck when they're like what the heck do I do now I'm injured yeah, um, it was definitely scary. Uh, so a couple months ago, I think two months ago now, um, during deadlifts, I think it was, so I don't remember now, I I hurt my back. And at the beginning, I thought it was like I heard the actual vertebrae back. So I stopped working out, which is what you need to do, um, and booked an appointment with my doctor. Uh, the doctor couldn't figure out what it was, but I got x-rays it was not the spine thank goodness um it turns out I had damaged the gluteus medius is that the name mm-hmm. I, I always forget the name the middle of the butt mm-hmm. pretty much um we finally figure out with I had to go to physical therapy and we figure out that because your knees were my knees were caving in when I was doing lifting it hyper extended that muscle the the gluteus medius in it didn't tear it, but it definitely hurt it. Get a strength. And, yeah. And it took me, I went to therapy for, to physical therapy for two months, but that meant two months of where I couldn't lift anything. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, per doctor's instruction, I wasn't allowed to like do heavy lifting or even light lifting. Um, other than bringing in groceries, that was like the heaviest I could do. And I couldn't do all the bags at once. <laughs> like yeah. everybody loves to do uh, but it it was scary um it just reminded me that you can never get lats in your form 
uh, and you need to watch out for not only like your neutral spine and bracing your stomach, which I was doing. It was something as simple as one of my knees just coming in and just pulling on that muscle so hard that it just bruised my, my muscle. And how are you bouncing back from this now? What are you, what are you doing about this? Two so, months that I haven't been doing much lifting. Two months that I haven't done much lifting. I just got back into it uh, last week. I got my discharge finally from my PT uh, last week. And before the two weeks before I got my discharge, I was doing the lifting in her office. Mm-hmm. So there, there's equipment there and we will do deadlifts very light. Like I was doing 25 pounds of deadlifts in her office under her direct supervision. So we could pinpoint how did I hurt this muscle? Because it's a weird muscle to hurt mm-hmm. until we noticed that my knees were coming in. Um, pro tip, put a band around your, your thighs. So that doesn't happen. I should have known that. <laughs> Um, but now I got my discharge last week, two weeks ago, and then last week I could start, uh, lifting again, but I started slow, um, with 25, 25, 30 pounds. Um, I have the weird, uh, dumbbells that have weird sizes because they're adjustable. So Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact math, um, but very, very lightweight just to get almost like doing a, a hip hinge and nothing else just to get back, uh, grease all the grooves before I can get back to it. And then this upcoming week, I can start like pushing myself again. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's Um, fresh. (laughs) And so how do you feel about coming back to it? Are you excited about it? Are you nervous about it? I'm nervous, to be honest. I was so scared of getting hurt, of doing the same thing again because it it hurt it hurt badly so going back I I was a little bit scared I'm still I am a little bit scared but it's not the kind of scare that you're frozen by it's the kind of scare that you're hyper vigilant mm-hmm. of like going through all the motions very methodically and very slowly to make sure that you're doing everything correctly yeah um, you know, it's very rare that uh, a PT comes back and says, like, I don't want you to lift it all. It was a little bit of an unusual experience that Vima was having here. She was having pain in her back. Um, most people, the general rule of thumb is you do what you can tolerate. And for most people, you can find something to do. So work around it as best you can. And Vima did work around it. She would still, you would still do some walking and, you yeah. know, that kind of physical activity. So you find what you can do and you work there. Um, and now you're coming back to it. My best piece of advice for you, and it's hard. Um, one of the times when you're most likely to get injured is when you're worried about getting injured. Um, and so you have to put that thought out of your head, um, practice good form, be vigilant about your form. But if you are really nervous about getting hurt, we tend to tense up and move awkwardly, and then you're more likely to get hurt. And so it's going to be a psychological exercise of reminding yourself, like, I can be confident in my movement. I've been lifting for a while. It was kind of this freak thing. I got hurt and my PT has helped me through this. I'm in just the right spot. I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do. You know, I started light and have that confidence in yourself so that you can lift um, safely moving forward. Right. And um, the other thing that I was told that I need to do better is warm-ups. Warm-ups are super important. Yeah, real warm-ups. 
beyond just stretching stretching is really good but actual mm -hmm. warming up yes is another one that really it's super will tempting to skip everybody's just excited to get it a lift or their timing is um you know we only have so much time and we're like i'm fine like i'm fine but yeah getting a dedicated warm-up so that your muscles are warm and your joints are lubricated um and then when you're doing heavy lifting of course doing warm-up sets so that you're ready to lift that heavy weight so if you're doing a heavy deadlift or you're doing a heavy bench press doing some warm-up sets so fantastic um they're gonna be more vigilant about your warm-up sets <laughs> yeah Tell us like, what, are your, what are your goals coming up for in the gym? Like, what are your big goals for, let's say the next six months to a year? What would you like to accomplish? Um, besides getting back to where I was before I hurt myself, that's like priority number one. Priority yeah. number two is I want to keep working on my chin up. So just before you and I stopped working together, we started building a program to help me do chin ups. Um, and I have all the equipment, the bands, the whole shebang mm -hmm. um i just want to do it for no reason i have no particular reason other than i want to say i can do chin-ups <laughs> yeah it feels cool you feel strong when you can move your body in that way it's it's a powerful thing well i have zero doubt in my mind that you will get there please send me a video when you do tag me on your instagram stories and we will let everybody see that because i think it's really inspiring um when when anybody but particularly when women you know we're not often in general society touted as like, hey, look what she can do strength-wise, right? It's getting out right. there. And I'm certainly a proponent of talking about women in that way. And so I really like to show other women, look what she can do. And she did it because she set her mind to it and practice, not because, you know, it came easy to her or she's like a natural born athlete, but because she worked really friggin' hard. So I'll be right. happy to share that with the world when that day comes. Yeah, I'm I'm also the proponent of like, don't tell me that I can't do it because I'm a woman, because I'll try to figure out how to do it. That's how I ended up being a computer engineer, in case you didn't know. That's right. That's right. Um, I had a family member tell me when I was in high school that I couldn't be a computer engineer because that was work for men. Mm -hmm. And I said to that person, watch me. Watch <laughs> then, me decided on my career right then and there because and here you are told me no <laughs> and here you are a computer engineer who can do push-ups and is going to be knocking out pull-ups soon yep that's that's the plan um but it's been it's been quite a rocky road i think between trying to learn movement from zero i mean if I, if I could be the testament of like anyone can do this, no matter how much you know about fitness, it's me because my notion of fitness was zero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I went from complete zero, not understanding what even form meant. Like the first time you told me you need to have a good form. And I'm like, good what? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me what that is? Because I don't know what you mean. And we we broke it down for every single exercise. And she was so good. You were so good about sending me videos of like every single, you would send me a video of every one set of every exercise you did at first. Um, and we're very good about receiving feedback. You know, like yeah. if I would say, like, all right, now we're going to work on putting your hips in this position, you would do that. And then you would nail that. And I'd be like, all right, now we're going to work on, you know, we're going to work on where your arms are or whatever it was. And you were very patient with taking that in and making the changes. And I'm super, super proud of how far you have come. Yeah, definitely having the videos. I still have them um, in case I ever 
need to remember what I was doing. Yeah, where you came from. Yep. I mean, you put up with me working out in pajamas and sending you pajama <laughs> videos. So there's I that. Have a lot of video footage of you lifting in your pajamas. Yes, <laughs> I sure do. Bima, I, thank you so much for joining us here today. And you're really, it's an inspiring story. And I'm super excited to see where you go from here. Well, going up. <laughs> going up, going up. Going up. Thanks so much, my dear. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. Found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all kinds of ational. If you did enjoy this episode, if you found value in it, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast. That really does help it get in front of more people. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel and give it a like. Again, this stuff really does matter. It helps from my stuff to get in front of more people and help more people. Thanks so much for being here. I will see you next time.